you ever been disappointed? Well, listen to a new low. Five motherfuckers give their opinions on the news, bro. Four white, one black, well, one Persian. I promise he'll tell you about that. Uh, he like fishing and shit. Every week his stories be misses and bricks. San Francisco's very young. Pipe down for a is my favorite plot, but he makes sure the podcast go wild. L. Red is the producer, he tries to keep us on track Red in the face, trying to fix our levels, trying to match the base of travel It don't help if our mics ain't hooked up, yeah Talking over each other is his biggest disappointment Next is Cal, he don't do much, but don't be fooled By the kid outside of Philly, he be bringing topics and passion That'll keep me on the edge, you see One day he'll keep it up, say he's been promising Scott by Scott Show the most, he never breathed enough But producing the greatest bits It's a love and hate relationship I suppose, sitting all the way in Cali The logo in the sun The gender be trying to get into Sin City And you know who's next Yeah, you know who's next Yeah, you guessed Yeah, yeah, you guessed Wait a second, it's the young buck that just put out an album Pontificates like Mitch Album on the sports reporters Don't bring up sports, he'll torture Listening to Farzad speak is a torture to myself Every syllable is a cliffhanger Which means you hang on my every word Rest in peace to Renard Arbery, Beyonce Taylor And Joy Floyd, the people would not be silenced I'm the and your conscience Everybody listen up the doors And it's talking Welcome to a new low Please enjoy the show Fellas Let's go Nice That was so Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no Drinks it's a Joe heavy episode. It is. It's better I than a heavy Joe episode. Isn't every episode? That's true. Every episode is kind of a Joe heavy episode. I might need a bigger cup now that I'm thinking. Hang about on. This. Before we uh, we immediately <laughs> transition to this. Okay. I love. No, I just love hearing that. It's it's fucking great. It, it is. A, it's a great good. intro. What was that like? Episode eight. 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 Nine. eight. <laughs> yeah. We were just talking about that last week because Greg did his yeah, it, episode. It's literally seven the one. episode after Greg did his. Well, and it's then, funny because yeah, I did we mine because Joe like, mentioned he released his rap album. Yeah. So I just want to acknowledge I fucking love that intro. It That's is very really good. good. I mean, it's got to be the best. I did a good job. Best then. one. I mean, the Bible one it is pretty good. Might be the good. best intro. <laughs> 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 I was going to say Kyle's well, wrestling intro is pretty good, too. I remember doing it. I don't remember any details. <laughs> All right. So I've already put in two of the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's eight been a mystery drink. Ingredients. Okay. Now, can I guess? That's a bit is this of a, a tip. A, that's a tip right a, there. Is this a tiki drink? Long Island Ice No, tea. not a tiki drink. Greg. Bing, ding, 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 ding. Oh. Greg got it. I have. God damn it. Several bottles here. Damn, because we are, of course, doing drinks with Joe. We're, We're doing, doing drinks, drinks with Joe. Joe. I'm going to have to eyeball this for a second, actually. Wow. Okay, Long my, Island ST. My other jigger. So, it's Oop. equal parts jigger. Jigger. <laughs> I, uh, I <laughs> <hate that. laughs> 
It's equal parts of all five, really four alcohols. You have read them off. Gin, you have vodka, you have tequila, you have white rum, um, and then the fifth quote unquote alcohol or you know mix that you add to it is triple sec, uh, and then mm. you have uh, like a soda, right? Like Coke. Uh, you're gonna have a Coke as well. You're gonna have, and then you have a sweet and sour mix, which is gonna be. Oh. Uh, God. Simple syrup and lemon juice. So, the most down. insane cocktail. Like this cocktail is nuts. I gotta, I gotta run and get the other jigger. Almost dropped something. Sorry, Greg. If you had a Long Island iced tea, yes, I actually had one. Uh, did I tell I tell the story? Did I tell the story? When we went to the Jack Daniels tour, and then we had paper cups in the hotel, and the whiskey melted, kind of ate through the cups. So we went to. Ruby Tuesday and stole. Oh, I think so. Stole yeah. some rocks glasses. Well, one of the drinks I ordered to steal a glass was a yes. Long Island iced tea. <laughs> you did tell the story. So I have had one in the last right. few months. Yeah, I've had one. I've had one or two. I've had many in my life. The crazy part is like how much they, how much they don't taste strong. They don't taste like alcohol. It doesn't. Yeah. So I had my first one. Uh, like yeah, uh, it's nuts. hour ago. Uh, no, two hours ago is now. Uh, to get ready for the oh, show. Boy. Uh, <laughs> Tito's. And now I'm doubling the recipe because I don't want to get up in the middle of this. Don't no, don't make a double Long Island. Oh my god! <laughs> well, the single you're going to end up on. You're going to wake up on Long Island tomorrow. You're like, how the fuck did I get here? The single's just uh, point five of everything, so I'm just I'm just full shot. Oh, okay, it. just full shot. Holy shit! Yeah, Brandon, pick me up. I'm in Montauk. Actually, I got a lot of family in Long Island. <laughs> That's where all my New York. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's where you were uh, when we did our visit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we did our January uh, New York tour. Actually, I think I have another question to add to the show later on. Oh. Um, guys, it just reminds me. I got a question. All right. So so far, I have (laughs) the Lebanon. I have the simple syrup in. I have the tequila. I have the uh, vodka, and I have the gin in. I still have to get the rum and the triple. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Fucking hell! Very involved. I've ne- I think I've made my own before. I think I've I made one, like with my own shit. I've never paid for it's gin. Crazy. I've always heard that like bartenders hate it because it's like so many bottles they have. Tell to you what, I hate it right now. Yeah, <laughs> Joe, Joe can testify. This That's sucks. why I decided to make a double because I was like, I don't want to try to make this again. Also, yeah, you did want to ask us a question because you had to pour eight different bottles to fucking make this. Thing. Yeah. So, what was your uh, what was your oh, question? You did say that. that I just thought of. Um, you, well, you brought up New York, and it just reminded me. Ariel was telling me about uh, she watched some TikTok of some guy like uh, saying how Paris sucked and everything, and blah 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 blah. And it's cool if you like going to museums. And I was like, I like going to museums. I think that's a big part of you know going and traveling. It's, you should there should be a museum day. Uh, Kyle, I know you. Yeah, dude. Museum, Greg. How do I you mean, feel Joe. About Joe and I. Joe and I went to the MoMA. Went to the MoMA. I've actually talked on to our free uh, our free day in New York. I talked to Kendra about this, like it's Paris specifically. I was like, I have no interest in going to Paris. About to get a shit going. I want to look at the Louvre from the outside. I want to see the architecture, but I really don't have that much interest in going inside. See the tiny ass Mona Lisa. Okay. Good. Wait, you have. Wait, hold on, Greg. You said you have no interest in going to Paris. At all? That is crazy. Yeah, it's not rom- it's not romantic. It's not a place that I aspire to visit. 
I what? would I would like to see, like I said, the Louvre from the outside because it has that big pyramid thing or whatever. But it's beautiful. The rest of Paris, Eiffel Tower. I, I look want at it to see gone. the Louvre from the outside. Yeah. Like there's so much inside. Just seeing the pyramid. I is want wild. to see one of the most <laughs> famous museums on the planet from the outside. Like when I go to DC on the mall, right. like except for the Air and Space sure Museum, the Air and Space Museum, I'll spend time in. But the other ones, I just kind of wander through. It's like ah, this is great. Oh, then. The Nat History Museum fucking rules, man. I like natural history museums, so I'll give you that. I went to the one in Chicago a few years ago. It yeah, it's fun. in the Smithsonian. It's on the Smithsonian. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. I was thinking more of the art and stuff. This is not even all of it right here. And now I got to drop into... Again, you Joe's, guys Joe's still making his drink. <laughs> Dr. Pepper Boy. Wow, that's a... Greg, Like, what, what don't you like about museums like i don't have my well in this case my issue is more with paris than and france than anything but museums just eh, they're fine i just don't spend a lot of time in them like this is bad to say but i went to the holocaust museum in dc and just walked right through Uh oh but that was because there was a the broncos were playing the giants in like an hour and i needed to get back to the hotel (laughs) to watch football the Broncos. Oh, I was about to say you're in DC. The Broncos are playing the Giants. Yeah, we, there's no way nobody's in DC. I had to go to the hotel. It was a preseason game. In like week week eight of the NFL season. <laughs> Might even be a preseason wait a, game. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. The preseason. <laughs> it might have been. I can't. Uh, I finished the cocktail. I've put a nice, lemon wheel pretty. in there. Looks pretty good. Oh, Joe's got it going. About Here it goes. Oops, spilled a little bit. It's it's. It, I mean, it's delicious, but it's strong as fuck. I want to um, comment on the intro, and uh, Joe oh, calls me the producer. Strong. And I was like, Pretty when this good. when this podcast started, I was just supposed to be the well, that producer. Was, that was a week eight. Yeah. But I was yeah, just supposed to be the producer, uh, and then Kendra's going back and listening to the early ones, and she's like, "You never talk." He's like, "Well, I wasn't really supposed to." I well, should should we talk? About <laughs> yeah. We want to talk about, about the beginning the, of the show. The original plan, <laughs> I believe, was me, Joe, and Scott. Well, that's what it was. Brennan says it was supposed to be him. Brennan says Possibly. it was him. Brennan, I don't Brennan, remember this. Brennan, okay, so th- this is this is. But the yes, level, I recall that being true. It. The three of you, and I would produce. This is the right. levels to it. So Brennan was an East Coast boy. Brennan didn't. Uh, Brennan doesn't drink and everything. Well, he's still he's still an East Coast. He's boy. still an East Coast boy. He's a Southern <laughs> boy. Uh, was, <laughs> but Brennan doesn't drink. So Brennan would tap out at like one. So there was always like random talks about about about. Oh, we should just record these. This is the one is generous. I feel like earlier. It's probably earlier, but the real hey, we should make a podcast talk started when I got like blitzed at like two a.m. and Kyle yeah. and Scott were there, and I was like, I have great chemistry with you guys. You guys are funny. I was about to say, I want to. I think. This is it, and plus Scott is affiliated with After Disaster, so yeah. Well, for for the, for the listener, this is early pandemic. This, this is, is like April. This is March. Yeah, <laughs> late March, yeah. April. Yeah, this is super. So early. I'm up till two, three in the morning just because I'm depressed. Probably we have nothing to do. else. So I'm like, I have no fucking idea what's happening. <laughs> so I said that's for probably like two weeks, and then Greg was like, "Well, I could produce it. I've done a bunch of podcasts," and I was like. 
great because I don't want to do anything technical. <laughs> so that's what Greg Always got on. And then uh, a fifth person said, well, I can get hosting <laughs> and everything. And, I was, and we were like, well, cool. cool. That works. But then it kind of would just die at 4 a.m. every time. Like this probably went two, three weeks and it would die at 4 a.m. every time. We talk about it. Yeah, it would be. But then I think it might have been Greg actually who finally made the Twitter group and was like, hey, are you guys like serious about this? But can we actually do this? (laughs) That's so crazy. It was a a, a Twitter Twitter group chat. chat. I remember that. That's what you guys are the the reason I like started looking at Twitter again. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Like I had not looked at Twitter for years because I hated it, and then you, you fucking idiots, <laughs> are the reason I. I well, I'm the reason I did Twitter because that's how I communicated with and Joe I when I first when yeah, we started I the Zoom. Way to get a hold of me. When we first started doing the Zoom, well, hey, that's how I contacted. That's how Joe. history is made. Well, that's how wow. I contacted you because I first heard about the. They had mentioned it on the AD at some point, and then I was like. Man, I, I don't have Facebook. How do I get in contact with these guys? And then I Discord, found Greg yeah. on Facebook, on Twitter, and I was like, "Well, let me just send him a DM." Yep. <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, man, here's the link. Hop on." I was like, "Bet." Then I was I had a drinking problem ever since. <laughs> For sure, I've had a getting fatter problem ever since. Um, well, that's funny because that's a decision that has changed our lives dramatically. Um, and I thought of this question before we even talked about that, but, uh, I was thinking like about a lot of things and just like where I am now and like what I've done and like people I talk to now and what, here's my question. What is a decision you've made that has changed your life the most? That is a good question. Because I have a, I have an example. I have <laughs> one that goes. is going to be it's a random confluence of events and it all circles to me sitting right. here. And that's that's the well mine is like if I think back on my life and just the chain of events and just where it's Can't gone and what I've done. Thumbs up on this Jesus Joe's trying to find a thumbs up emoji. This is a disaster of a <laughs> <laughs> um, I can I can pinpoint to one um one point in my life so in around eighth grade i would say uh my friends and i at the time were talking about starting a band and we all kind of divvied up positions divvied up instruments Mm. and i somehow what was well this is where it's going (laughs) i was the drummer hmm I'd never played drums in my life, <laughs> but we all just kind of decided these are our instruments, these are our positions. So the marching band from the high school that we were going to go to That's right. did like a demonstration oh. on our eight, to our eighth grade class. And then they said, hey, if you're interested, sign up. And I was like, oh, shit, I better learn to play the drums if I'm going to be the drummer That's in this band that we're going to make. That's cool. So I signed up. I said, I want to do drums. <laughs> And then that summer, they're like, here, come learn. We'll we'll play with all the people that are in the drum line there. And I was like, so that's where I learned drum line. That's where I learned, like, everything I knew about drumming since. Wow. And then come freshman year, I'm on the drum line there. And that has influenced my entire life since. 
Like I did drumline in high school. That's where I got all my other high school friends. Oddly enough, I ditched all the friends from before <laughs> that we were, I was going to make a band with because they never did anything. They didn't go through with this plan. I said, I got a plan. I'm going to fucking do this. So like all my friends from high school that I talked to today mm. are from either the, marching, the band. marching band or people they knew from marching band. We'd all just hung out and did that shit. And then that influenced the college I went to. That influenced the friends right. in college I made. That influenced right. I keep, the jobs I, I got. You did play band in college. <laughs> oh yeah, I was in drumline college. Yeah. So that influenced the job I got because I stayed there and got my job there. And then it was like, well, I got this job. And so it's just like that one decision had had branched my life off into this other path that otherwise would never have happened. Okay, two so things. it's interesting to think about, like if you if you like trace back, mm-hmm. like what is like the focal point of like where the you the fulcrum are now. of your life. That yeah, is yeah, very that one decision. I want to answer. I'm going to answer this. Um, I'll let do. Greg go ahead of me, but I have two questions before that. One, well, oh sure, one question, and then one thing I just want to say. The thing I want to say is. We have to remember to ask Scott this as well because I need to know his answer. That, yeah, I, I was sad that Scott was not here for this. I really want to know. Yeah, his I went to Vegas when I was fifteen. I'm going to write this down in my notes. And the other thing, and the other thing, I sat down on the slot machine, and that was it. Was have you ever tried uh, programming jump drums on like uh, a DAW? They call it or whatever. Like a what? A, a DAW digital. Like a drum machine? Yeah, like a drum machine or like a FL Studio type thing or one of those kind of digital audio recording things. Have I ever? Like, I've fucked around with, like, drum yeah. machines and music and stuff, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I was just but not, like, to. anything serious. Okay. Yeah. I was just wondering. I was like, man, I, I, it just slipped my mind. I have a guy who knows how to drum properly. I could have been asking you for advice on how to program my drums if you knew oh. how to program drums. I'm sure if I fucked around with it, I'd I'd be able to do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. might have to make some revisions on this project. <laughs> Maybe you should uh, <laughs> message me tomorrow. All right, Greg, let me hear your answer. Well, I mean, what we just talked about earlier is the when Farzad and I decided to try to get some after disaster listeners together for a, a <coughs> Friday oh, night that zoom is true. a Friday night zoom. Yeah, man. Which turned into mm. a weekly, just one zoom for it's still going on to this day. So it's been over three years and through that, you know, true. I, this podcast and uh, I would never have met my pride to be. And yeah. it's crazy. To that, think about. I mean, that's, that's a big, the crazy part. Yeah. That's a big <laughs> life moment right there. It's that wild. Is, that is wild. So it's it. You now have started a chain of events, or just a wife to a be. path. Yeah, that led to. I would have never gotten this. Oh, what is that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I covered up the details. <laughs> Don't want people to see this. Showing, he, he's showing up, the invite the on the stream. If covered up the uh, audio listeners, yeah. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, mines would be. Uh, this is going to sound crazy, and it's going to be a roundabout story. Uh, a little longer than Kyle's, but uh, stand-up comedy. Oh, I, I well, actually, it'd be it'd really be randomly finding, listening to the Jim Rome show, 
coming home from summer college classes while I was a junior, going to be a senior, heard Jay Moore guest hosting that day. He was taught, he was promoting his podcast that was releasing that day, listening to his podcast, wanting to do stand up. Then at 18, after graduating, wow. finding a stage that was doing like a show and wanted new talent or whatever, went, did that, fell in love with it, <clears throat> picked it up. Wait, how old were you? 18. <clears throat> Damn. Yeah. Uh, then went to college, did a couple gigs, well, went to college. Uh, did a talent show where I bombed, but I still loved it. So then people started telling me like other places I could do show. Started doing shows around Jacksonville, and then my grades were slipping. I was doing poor in school because I didn't want to be doing <laughs> what I was doing at school. Oh shit! So I was going to drop out. I told Rick Yumio, as everybody knows, I told him I was going to drop out, <clears throat> and he said, "Uh, let's." table this let's like have a longer discussion so then me him and my mom had a discussion and i was like i think i want to drop out we have family in new york that i've never met i could move to new york and try to figure out this comedy thing i'm young i have nothing holding me tethering me and she was like well you should get a degree so how about you change (laughs) you just change what your degree is and if you still feel that way after the end of the year, basically, because I started school in the spring. She was like, if you feel that way after the fall, then I can't hold you down. <clears throat> so at that point, I changed my major. One of my That's great advice, by the way. Yeah. I was at one of my buddies in um, at the radio station I was going to that I was working at, at the college. Uh, he was like, hey, I think you should look into the communication track and the production track because you're always talking about movies and TV and you like doing, you know, the the radio stuff like i think that would be interesting for you so did that and then that fall i got into a screenwriting class and i was like oh i never wanted to be a stand-up i wanted to be a writer <laughs> and i was just gonna mm. use stand-up as a vehicle to write so i think i can just write instead and that leads me to becoming an editor doing all the film stuff moving to atlanta meeting my teacher slash mentor and everything and landing me in Atlanta and everything that follows. Yeah. Is it's it? crazy. Like when you just think back the steps, <laughs> Jim Rome, like a focal Jim point. Rome, it's, huh? it's nuts. Jim Rome, Jay Moore. Jay Rome and Jay Moore. Yeah. <laughs> well, my path to Jay the, Moore. to this, wow. to this starting the zoom was through uh, Bill Simmons, Bill Simmons hosting mm. a co or, uh, hosting uh adam carolla's show on whatever he was on the radio and they used to put it out as a podcast and then uh i started as an adam carolla version of his show on podcast and then that led to the him starting his own and then anderson brian all that shit led from there but it all started with bill simmons yeah yeah i mean we've all we all have influence from that strange it is universe very weird. yeah <laughs> really it's, it's which bizarre. is the weird part yeah yeah, I, I mean, I would never have, I would not be here if not for a family friend who listened to Corolla, older gentleman. I would drive him to work <clears throat> in the summer. His car had broke oh, wow. down, and I was driving him to work. I think I had to be like, I think I was eighteen. I think I think this was the summer after I graduated. I was driving him to work because uh, he worked kind of down the street from our house. Uh, at like six in the morning or whatever, 
So I drive him to work, and then I was listening to Damn. other podcasts, and he was like, oh, you should listen to Adam Carolla. And he was like, he's kind of funny. And I was like, oh, okay. Was this like his radio show at the time? Like uh, a syndicated no, I think it was the podcast show? at that point. Oh, it was a pod. Okay. But I had heard Adam on Jay Moore's show and everything. So I was like, I kind of know Adam. It's a daily show. Eh, there's things I'd like to listen to daily. Because at that time, I was just listening to The Right Time with Daryl Wright. Um, the Crab Feast with Ryan and Jay. Dude, that is crazy because, like, I obviously listened to Corolla. He did Monday to Friday. Yeah, like, he, he did had a every show day. Because <laughs> he was used to doing a radio. Fucking, so. As a podcast. I was about to say, and it was early it. podcasting. Yeah. So. yeah, that's nuts. So, yeah. so that Like, I, as much shit as I give him now and as much as I fucking can't stand him. Like, guy's so. a worker. He, <laughs> he was my gateway to podcasting, honestly, yeah. Like, just knowing that you could have a show every week. And he did fucking Monday. Well, Friday. through uh, crazy. Dave Damashek and everything. So yeah, through Dave Damashek. Yeah, I and Check. That's how I got Check. That's how I got Bill like Simmons all the other as well. Stuff. Yeah, I got onto a message board, and they had the first Blog Talk Radio show, which got me into podcasting because I listened to that, and then I started my own Blog Talk Radio show. Right, and that was my first podcast, and it was like it all, like I said, it all comes from that tree. It's wild. Like I don't know, I don't know if we s- said this, but like the Corolla message boards mm. from the podcast. That's how I met Spo. Mm. That's how I met oh, DTR. Really? That's how that I met Corolla. Uh, oh, that was Corolla. PCG. I thought that was subsequent. Message and boards. Todd Brisket. Like yeah, we were all on the Corolla boards. Wow. Like that's how I know them. That's my internet past. My my dark internet past <laughs> is that is the Adam Corolla podcast. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, that's another life-changing decision is joining that board and meeting those people that I love today. Yeah, no, that's wicked. I was about to say, I have a, I have one that, like, a missed one uh, oh. s- similar to that. So, um, and this is kind of the stuff that uh, that podcast I mentioned a while back, the blog era, kind of touched on where blogging was a new thing, message boards were a new thing, and there was a message board uh, called Kanye to the that was kind of geared around Kanye West at that time. I think Graduation was about to release. Um, kind of? <laughs> well, it, it wasn't solely based on, like, there were right. other, there was so much <laughs> other stuff in there, but it was started, obviously, because of him. But um, there was there were beat battles where people would make instrumentals. You had, like, three, four oh, days shit. to make instrumentals, submit it, and, you know, people would vote for you or vote for the other person. There were rhyme battles where you would write your lyrics, 16 bars, and somebody else writes 16 bars, and people were compared and stuff. And I, I was on there semi-frequently, met some dope people who were, like, graphic designers and stuff like that. Um, but I kind of tailed off, and I never, like, looked them up on Twitter or anything. But eventually, I think when I finally moved to Atlanta, I found out there was a rap group that came from that platform oh, shit. that had put out like two albums in the meantime and had like oh, and man. since I discovered them put out like two more albums and have now disbanded but I was like oh snap I was around these people yeah you were like <laughs> I, I know right these there. people <laughs> like, and you're like fucking good for them that yeah, fucking I was rules. like that yeah. worked out for them Dope. I was like but I was Hell like yeah. dang I was right there like I didn't even you know. were like ah, I was almost there <laughs> but yeah, I was that's so interesting there. That's very funny. Yeah. That was a great that time. Was a well, long, how, that was a That was a... How would you rank that time compared to 
other times. No, it was a long time. Uh, speaking of times and rankings, um, <laughs> there's there's three there's three accepted times of day to eat and meals to eat. So similar uh-huh. to last week, when I put to you guys pancakes, waffles, and French toast. This week, I'll put to you guys breakfast, lunch, and dinner. How do you wow. rank them one, two, and three? Greg, go first. How do you rank them? Uh, dinner one. I don't eat breakfast a lot, but the food, breakfast food, is really good, so I'd probably rank that two. Lunch is just kind of something you have to do middle of the day. <laughs> so dinner, okay. dinner right. is key. But I love breakfast food. I just don't do it because it's too good. Damn. Okay. Kyle. Breakfast, lunch, so one, two, three. I have two schools of thought because weekdays where I have to work are very different than weekends. I'm, I'm taking obviously. in the totality of life. So You're taking on the totality of all seven days, all Monday seven through days, Sunday. But also all your life. Think back to childhood. Think End my entire <laughs> life. I'm, Jesus Christ. I'm saying, to, for your, what, 35, 36 years, which one? Oh, that's generous. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I've turned, I turned 38 a month ago. Oh, was that? Damn, that was 38. I'm a, I'm a 38-year-old man. So I think Greg has it nailed down. I can't argue with this. Dinner... Okay is number one because it can be anything Mm. dinner is the build-up throughout the day usually it's after work well obviously it is after work so you're like i've got my fucking schedules wide open i can do anything at this point so dinner number one breakfast number two strictly because the foods associated with it are always so great well not strictly because i don't know why i said (laughs) that and also you're hungry. You're breaking fast. You're like, it's the morning. I got to eat something. So, yeah, breakfast too. And lunch is always the fucking, it's the afterthought to me. Lunch is like, I'm either planning lunch or lunch is like whatever I can fucking find because I have to eat something now. So, yeah, it goes dinner, breakfast, lunch. Okay. All right. That is that is interesting. So, again, I am factoring when I presented this to Ariel the other day and I first thought about it, I'm factoring all of life. On the Discord, we have two people I who uh, yeah. have submitted theirs. Kay Laddish, a.k.a. You take the Kenna. breast in the morning, you take the breast in the afternoon, Twitch. you take the breast in the evening. <laughs> so when's your favorite breastfeeding time? Dinner, lunch, breakfast. Uh, and Ariel has said breakfast, dinner, lunch. Um, hmm. For me... It is dinner, lunch, breakfast. Follow my train of thought. As you both described, dinner. Hold on. I, can I guess your train of thought? Go for it. You fast so you don't eat breakfast. No, that's not my train of thought. Well, I'm okay. bringing that's in what totality I was thinking. of life. Childhood to Totality now. of life. Childhood, childhood to now. now. Wow. So Even in your childhood, you didn't like breakfast? Follow me. Now, now is it, uh, as I say on uh, Who Does a Pod, you should check it out. Uh, all Please these do. top three—they're <laughs> all top three. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all these meals top three. I love them all, no doubt. I love no them doubt. all. I love breakfast. Whatever I have breakfast, I love. Breakfast. They're all top three. <laughs> but so dinner, as you guys said, versatile. 
Um, but yes. I, I'm I'm thinking of this in the psychology of it all as well. Dinner is mm-hmm. the last meal of the day. You put all that stock. Hypothetically. Uh, you put all that <laughs> stock. It's your last big meal of the day. Uh, you yeah. kind of. Of the three. Of the it's three. It's your last. You have all that momentum build, building to, you know, everything at work, everything at school, whatever, mm-hmm, will mm-hmm. all be satiated with a fine dinner, a good, hearty yes. dinner. That will satisfy you, hopefully, until you go to bed or until your midnight snack or fourth meal. Lunch. See, I think the thing I think we're sleeping on lunch is this. And you guys are probably going to give me some shit. But got to factor this in. Let's take it back to school. Mm, Lunch is the middle of the day. Break up the school day. Hang out with the fellas. Talk you made about a some fucking it, great it's point. So it's such a necessary time. It's a break in the middle of the day. It's now, Joe. I've had a. Oh, go ahead. This might be because you are closer, closer to, to be in school. Oh no, I, I got more. We are I, than, I, than Greg and I are. I but, well, I'm not. I'm not. Look, I'm not arguing. Okay. I'm agreeing with you. Lunch during high school. Is the most important time of the day. If you need it's it, you would go crazy. So did not have it. Fucking important. <laughs> it's like the most social interaction you get. It's like, like I'm thinking back now that you mention it, <laughs> and also because I've been thinking back from the previous topic we yeah. were talking about. Like lunchtime during high school and middle school is like so crucial. It's like the most important time of the day. It's the most important time of the day. It's incredible. It rules. Also, you're getting a break from all the tedious stuff you did prior to, and you get to kind of assess what the rest of the day is going to look like. It's a good time period. Fast forward to adulthood. Let's say post-21. Let's say you're, you're a working adult. Happy hour at lunch. Oh my god! Like it's the per- you can't drink alcohol in the daytime really for breakfast. You can have a nice little beer, a little <laughs> nice little cocktail <laughs> once you're at lunch. Like lunch provides so much. Again, it's that same thing. You're you're yeah. halfway through your workday. You see the end near. You need that break in between. The issue with breakfast and the psychology of it is. You still have the entire day ahead. Like it's like uh the dauntingness of it, the the weightiness of it. Everything is still in front of you. Whereas yeah. lunch, you're halfway there and dinner is just nothing but roses. I mean, I'm an office dude, so like lunch isn't always like the big break for me. Like, it's just, like, the thing I got to get through mm-hmm. to finish the day. Like, it's a great break. Like, I'm, I'm not going to argue. I love to not Sometimes work. I feel like because so you're, re- to you're required to take the day. lunch and breaks or whatever. Yeah. I'd yeah. be okay just working. You're required through. to do it. It's mandatory. So when a meal is mandatory, it loses all. That's true. All uh, clean for me. But uh, with breakfast, I at least am still in control, and I haven't yet started my day. So, Joe, I understand the psychology behind lunch is like you're you're halfway through, you got the rest of the day. Uh, apparently, you're drinking during lunch. I don't usually do that. So, <laughs> so for breakfast, yeah, it's lunches. like 
so for <laughs> breakfast it's like i haven't yet started so like i still have that little bit of freedom before i have to start fucking working again and my thing is uh breakfast now let's get to the working man breakfast for the working man it's it's limited. You don't have a lot of free time during the week. Like you can stop and get some stuff from a fast food place, but you're not you're not indulging the way you could for No, a but I lunch. think that's a time management issue. I know, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like a lot of times breakfast you're gonna cereal is is probably the most uh agreed upon breakfast for middle of the week. And it's like cereal think- over a nice Meatball sub. Oh, come on! What are we doing, here? dude? I'm not but, eating a meatball sub for lunch. I'm gonna fall asleep. But I think when you—that's the thing. You like chance, you can't have a huge lunch, or you're you're fucked for the rest of the day. Yeah, that's true. Nice little meatball sub. I, I think when you can have a great breakfast. Of course, that's awesome. That's dinner. Get a nice great turkey breakfast. Swiss. You gotta do it for dinner. A great breakfast is always better than a great lunch. I think. A great but, breakfast at the end of the day is gonna be better. But my thing is, it's I volume. It's volume. Great, but it's how many times are you going to have a great breakfast versus how many times are you going to have a great lunch in a week? Breakfast yeah, maybe fair. once, twice. Lunch gonna get four to four, three to four. Well, dinner is the overall winner. Oh, obviously, I, just I like think everybody time, agrees. The time matters. Dinner is by yeah, far dinner, dinner no, doubt. no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, you're off the clock. The top step <laughs> of the podium. <laughs> you're good. You're the doing the top step of the podium, want. like the yeah. silver, bronze, or close. One and two, yeah, champagne, yeah, everything. Like gold, that. your gold, your gold. Yeah, your gold is miles above the other two. Your gold is stamped and solidified. It's over. Mm. Mm. What the hell, dude? You're a lady. Yeah, I know. It's uh, (laughs) she's not do something. uh, She's not big on dinner, but she's huge on breakfast. Hold on, anti anti. She she doesn't eat dinner that often. She doesn't eat dinner that often. That's. But I'm thinking about it all day. You think my diet is fat? I'm thinking of dinner all. (laughs) It's all I think about. It's all I. It's all I fucking think about. What are we gonna if I'm eat? not dieting or anything, it's like, oh man, I'm gonna go get oh. this. I'm gonna make this. Like, but even if you are, you have to plan it. You have to be like, I have to eat this, so I need to know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're dieting. Yeah, like so. it's, it's always what yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah, I look, I'm always waiting to get to dinner. It's I'm, I'm working oh, yeah. up to dinner. So yeah, no I'm working. Well, yeah. what does Australia think about this? Good Let's question. see. Hey guys, it's Knut here, and I have a question. Recently, I bumped into an old friend, which I haven't seen for a while. He's got kids now, and it was a bit awkward because here's the backstory. For a long- I'm gonna start this over, but you know, I listen to podcasts at 1.25 speed. Canute talks at that yeah. speed, and he's got an accent, so it makes it. That is true. I Made my friends. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it! All right, I'll start it over. Sorry to interrupt. Hey guys, it's Canute here, and I have a question. Recently, I bumped into an old friend, which I haven't seen for a while. He's got kids now. And it was a bit awkward, because here's the backstory. For a lot, lot of years, we used to hang out all the time. Just me and him and a few other guys. We'd go camping and drinking, etc. And um, he was never really lucky with the ladies. And unfortunately, well, for our relationship, he met a lady and poured his whole life in that relationship. And he just became like a ghost. Anyway, cut to the camping trip. And um, I bumped into him with his three children now. And I thought, oh, wow. And we, got, we had a campfire there. And we'll, we had a chat. Yeah, it was just sort of fun to hang out with, but it was that sort of like um, 
cloud over the whole conversation in regards to like, ah, oh, why'd you change, man? Why, why did you distance yourself from everyone? Anyway, so my question to you guys is, have you been in a situation before where you've sort of bumped in an old close friend who's um, become a ghost? What do you do? Do you try and rekindle things or um, just let things sort of take the natural course? All right, the end. Well, from personal experience, I kind of just pick up where we left off. Cause I don't even address the elephant in the room, you know? Say, hey, your lady took you away from us for five years, whatever. I'll just be like, hey, we're, we're together. We, had, we have a history. Let's move on from that. If you want to tell me about the in-between, <clears throat> it might come up if you keep hanging out. But if it's like a one-time encounter, I'm like, I'm not going to dwell on it. But I've had it happen, you know? It's like... Before I answer. Yeah. I'm just like, keep going where it left off. Yeah. I mean, speaking of the group of high school friends I talked about before, uh, there's one guy that, like, we knew... And then, like, once I went off to college, because I went to college out of state and, like, no one else really did. You're that and guy. And then, like, once I came. I was that guy. <laughs> I was that guy that, like, fucking bounced I'm out of time. I'm the guy that bounced. If yeah. I come here but, tomorrow uh, and you're still here, Kyle. <laughs> huh? Goodwill hunting. That was Goodwill hunting. Yeah. Oh, I, honestly, I actually have not seen Oh! <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. I've seen I've seen a lot of movies, but I've not seen Good Will Hunting. But uh, but like once like we connect through Facebook and shit, like I figure out he found a lady friend, they got engaged, and so the funny part was like we kind of got estranged, and then um, like our group got invited to the wedding, but like I was only invited to the bachelor party and not the wedding. So I was like, I was kind of talking to him, like, like, like we reconnected and I was like, <laughs> well, I we reconnected. I was like, I don't want to go to the bachelor party if I'm not going to the wedding. Like, that seems weird. Yeah. And so he was like, oh yeah, yeah sure. You can come to the wedding now. And I was just like, what, <laughs> what, what is this? I was like, what is this? So like, I ended up going to both mm. and I feel like that's the last time I ever talked to him. Day was that the it was like at his wedding? I, ha- I have to was ask, that a numbers uh, game? I mean, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I remember you saying um, what you were doing uh-huh. be- prior to twenty twenty. You know, commencing was that the wedding? Wait, you, what? Didn't you go to a wedding right before like the world shut down? Oh no no no! That was one of my college. Friends. Oh okay, okay. Yeah, that was a, no. Uh, it was a bachelor party. Oh, uh, okay. March March twenty twenty. I flew to uh, Asheville for a, a bachelor party, and that was the last social gathering I had before everything shut down. Yeah. But no, nice. this this was like 2016, 2017. Oh, okay. like oh. It was it was a while ago. Actually, probably earlier than that. But yeah, it's weird. Like it's like. I don't know why he didn't invite me to the wedding, but wanted me to go to the bachelor party. It's a very strange circumstance. Yeah, you're Um, the party animal. But whatever. He's happy. He's got two kids. Like, whatever. He's fun. And also, yes, I'm fun to have a bachelor party. (laughs) Uh, I'm a great house, yes. But um, (laughs) I'm a highly solid. I'd say in my younger days, in my younger days, I've straight up... uh, like just cut people off not cut people off intentionally but like if you just disappear if you if you go MIA like I'm not gonna 
and then you try to come around, it's like, depending on the level of our friendship, it's like, I was, I got nothing for you, man. <laughs> I ain't got a lot for you, but dude, sorry. Like, I don't know why you disappeared, why you decided to leave. Like, you could have still communicated, but that's like high school. Now, me and my friends routinely don't talk. I wouldn't say years without talking, but several months without speaking, and then it'll pick back up. And most of us are in some type of relationship, and everybody's pretty much aware of this. Um, I'd say the only person like I've had a bad, not even a falling out with, but one of my buddies when I moved back, I've seen him once since, and that's been the extent of our communication. Um, and I think it was, uh, I think it's primarily just like, just, you know, everything's a little different now. Like the me coming back, being in the relationship that I'm in. And uh, as I keep telling you guys, but you guys can't, you, you guys, you know, laugh at me. I'm old. I don't do a lot anymore. <laughs> I like staying yeah, I in the like, house. I like watching we'll TV. I like watching movies. Go to a restaurant every now and again. But yeah. hanging with the fellas, like, you know? that's a chore to a degree. <laughs> so it's, I'm not Well, in Atlanta, the whole thing is, like, I got I to be prepared. I got to prepare for this. Yeah, gotta, well, where you, you, where you live, people are so spread out. It's like it's hard to hang out with the boys on the show. Like when you're all in the same neighborhood, it's like, yeah, let's meet up at the local bar. But when you got to go to a different city, you know, yeah. down the road a ways. Effectively, yeah. You got to take a It's a lot easier when you're in yeah, the city. But, but then it's like. City center. Jesus. But then it, it'll be like, hey, I'd love to do like. The thing is, a lot of my time, if I'm not working, I'm with Ariel. So it's like. Hey, I'd love to hang out with you. Can we double date? Oh, you don't have consistent relationships. Like, so it's always going to be a little odd. It's going to be a little yeah. uncomfortable. Third learning wheel. somebody right. new's name. Like, yeah, I, was, I don't want to make you a Some third other wheel. So it's like, it's just not a conducive situation. So, but there's a group of guys that are going to be, uh, we're going to be the football boys. And when football season comes, we're going to rotate houses. Whenever I'm on this side of town, so yeah. The nice. football boys. Football boys. <laughs> All right. I just oh, said that. Wait, 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 say goodbye to the hand boys. <laughs> Can't wait to hear about these people. <laughs> hand boys are gone. Milk no boys, that's hand boys, football boys. A, a buddy of ours. I, I had texted him the you know other what? day, and I was like, "When football season starts, I was like, hey, man, when football season starts, you want to come over and chill and whatnot.'" And he was like, "Oh, I was just talking to our other friend." Saying we should rotate houses, I was like, "Oh, that's that's good. That works actually." Mm, so, okay. yeah. Every time I'm down here, well, cre- credit to Canute. Good question. Good question. Finally, a good question. You know what? Speaking of he Australians, did he did it, guys. Speaking of Australians, I was wondering mm. if you guys knew what happens, what commences tomorrow. The Women's World Cup. Uh. The Women's no. World Cup. Oh, <laughs> it is going oh. to be based out of Australia and and New Zealand. There was um, a mass shooting in New Zealand. Tonight. I was wondering if you got, there was. I saw something about the uh, Auckland. Uh, there was a couple of. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> uh, but um, I was wondering if you guys planned on watching at all, rooting interests. Obviously, you guys are probably rooting for the USA. But is there any other team? Because I like to go into a tournament with at least. 
two to three teams, you know, uh, just countries that I'm like, yeah, I'll attach to you for the time being. Um, so, yeah, just wondering. I definitely watched yeah, the Women's World Cup, but even more so. Oh, than I have to go first. <laughs> please, oh, like, sorry, go please let Greg go first. <laughs> no, Greg, you are first. Well, I have a, I'm worried about this Greg, year because it. so it's on the other side of the country. And what are the start times of these games, you know? But um, World? Globe? I, I, I pay a lot more attention to the Women's World Cup than the men's because the U.S. team's dominant in that. And it's more interesting when you're going for the gold or the – the cup itself so yeah. yeah i'll watch them but probably not any of the other <coughs> matches especially when it's like i said it's in uh, <clears throat> the other side of the world so hours are uh, weird i was about to say the first two games of the u.s women's are going to be at 9 p.m eastern so that kind of works in your favor yeah, that's pretty much so that's what that's 7 p.m your time so yeah that's pretty good Kyle, you. Uh, can you guess my answer? Uh, you didn't know it was starting. You're not going to stay up to watch Women's World Cup because you're not a huge soccer guy. Is that kind of cover it? That is 100% correct. <laughs> uh, I mean, I knew it was soon. I didn't know it was tomorrow. Mm. Um, I would like the U.S. to win, but I'm not going to watch any of the games. If we make like the semifinals or finals, I'll probably tune in. But like, I'm I don't care about <laughs> soccer. I'm not going to pretend I care about soccer. I feel like a lot of people in America that's pretend the, they like soccer. That's the great when thing Ameri- about oh, when the World Cup years, comes around. You just yeah, you pretend. Well, every two because you got the women's yeah. and the men's. So, well, I think it could, like uh, yeah, uh, Americans. Well, lo- uh, Americans love to pretend they like soccer when the World Cup happens, and that's fine. But well, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to stoop. I'm not going to stoop to the yeah, level. Yeah, it's like of, the Olympics. Like, oh, I love soccer now. Well, it's so. like the Olympics where you yeah, become an expert on you're an expert on gymnastics for a few weeks out of the year. And right. That's what I mean. I don't pretend to do that. I'm not going to like whatever. It's fun. Though. Some medals, it's we win, fun we win some trophies. Who yeah. cares? It's fun. It's not fun. Come on, like, it's community, you gotta, baby. You community. Put on your, your American flag. I just don't like movies. soccer. It's fine. I'm it's not fine saying you have to you like, like soccer. soccer. Yeah, I was say, if you that's don't like fine. soccer, that's fine. But I was say no. my thing is shaming the people who quote unquote don't like soccer, but decide. I will to shame root. the people who pretend <laughs> to like it. I don't yes, because it happens every fucking time. I don't think they're pretending to like soccer. They are actually. Uh, they are exacting their love for the U.S. No, here's what it is: they're the US they they like drinking at ten in the morning. That's what. <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah. Well, it's That's like it's like it people is. that watch the NCAA tournament. They don't watch any other college basketball. They watch the NCAA tournament. You don't watch any of these sports sure. until they're the Olympics. They're the same. Great point. Soccer. But yeah, I think great, the men's World Cup led me for to someone get, who watched uh, the women's World Cup only because their alma mater was in it this year. Are you talking about the uh, NCAA, NCAA women's tournament? You're talking about NCAA's women's tournament. <laughs> yeah, if I have a rooting interest, <laughs> yeah. aka where do you live, Kyle? The school I went to. <laughs> then what country do you live? Uh, in? Did I pay? Well, did I pay multiple thousand dollars? Well, you pay taxes, don't yes, you? I there did. you go. There's your U.S. You pay taxes. <laughs> that's that's, that's like paying go. tuition. So, but I go. don't. I like basketball more than I like soccer. Okay, All and right. I barely like basketball. So that should be 
your indicator. All right, I'm just saying. Of how much I give a fuck about <laughs> soccer. But it's girls. Oh, man. So there you go. I, I, I will defend I my stance. Pretty girls in shorts. Rooting for the Virginia Tech Hokies who made the final four. Just wanted to poke the bear a little bit. Um, but uh, I will be rooting for the U.S. as well as... Haiti, which qualified for their first ever Women's World Cup. Um, my mother's country, literally. Uh, and France, our enslavers, because literally. I always oh, boy. I have a weird connection with rooting for France. I do it in the Men's World Cup. Um, I do it in the Women's World Cup. They're very good. Well, you got to support Lafayette. I mean. you got to support Lafayette. I'm going to pull for Colombia because France. they tried to murder the Irish team. Ooh. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, France also usually has a lot of uh, black people because they pilfer. They they continue to pilfer from their former colonies. <laughs> they so, do. They do. Yeah. They recruit. So, yeah, U.S. Haiti France. That that's my rooting interest. First game for the U.S. I think is on Saturday 9 p.m. So tune in if I'm right. Let's if I'm wrong, go. you're just seeing soccer at 9 p.m. <laughs> someone's going to kick a ball. Someone's going to score. I mean, that's usually how it goes. It's usually how it goes. Well, <laughs> well, they kick a ball. They don't always score. What? Well, a zero-zero tie would yeah. suck. A nil-nil tie, and it could be beautiful. It's a nil-nil tie. It's anticipation, the Kyle. The beautiful guy. Sitting game. on the edge of your seat. It's beautiful. Just saying. Shout out to Carlos Alcaraz. I have no sports outlet, so just going to throw that out there. One Well, speaking of beautiful games, <laughs> the Music League has concluded another round. Is it concluded now? Well, the well mo- I'm the talking about Song, the movie, oh, the sequel. Oh, because okay. oh, okay. it was back to next seven, yeah. seven days ago. Uh, well, yeah, because I got a I gotta recap last, last week. Uh, Redbone. Childish Gambino by one Joe Dorville. Thank you. Thank well, not you by much. Joe Dorville, but well, chosen obviously. by Joe Dorville from <laughs> from uh, Get Out. Yes, good, good. And then Men in, Men in Black by Cladish took second place. Georgia represented. So, yeah, uh, I love this category. Hell yeah! It's always fun to see uh, songs from movies represented, and then this recent category which is almost finished uh ariel and pcg have not voted yet but this is deep cuts songs from famous artists artists slash bands that weren't a hit or a single uh songs from famous artists slash bands that weren't a hit or single so i know you have a issue with one (laughs) which i also have the same issue with with uh well I was curious about this because Future Islands a <laughs> band slash artist I've never heard of uh was one of the choices but what I you had multiple issues Joe and uh what were the other My ones? thing is famous like household uh-huh. names like I was expecting uh, sure. I was expecting to see like your top tier stars like so <clears throat> the ones that I was letting slide, the well, not slide, but the ones I was like are acceptable to me. Uh, DMX, household name, obviously. Not, not household. I've heard Wait, of the Deftones. You don't have to go through those. Go through the ones that you weren't accepting. You don't have to go through okay. everyone that was right. good. All right. <laughs> like, 
one. That's too many. Franz Ferdinand. What? I come on. How many songs? Was, can you, you don't make? know Franz Ferdinand. He was assassinated. I can name a lot. Yeah, they have a lot of Craig. Big songs you know what's too. funny? I said Craig for some reason. Greg, you know what's funny? Ariel called me and she was like, "The guy who died for World War One? Like, what? Yeah. What is this? <laughs> Do people really not know Franz Ferdinand? I I, I would I would argue that Franz Ferdinand is larger than DMX. Don't yeah. you know? And no. different difference. I would not. <laughs> different show. <So> look, there's <laughs> different demographics, man. DMX did Woodstock '99. Of course. <laughs> Greg, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> since there's only two people, have, I pick the Franz Ferdinand song. Oh, my song. really? Oh, I thought you might. And I will still, n- I will not agree that they're bigger than DMX. DMX yeah, is bigger than Franz Well, in some <laughs> circles, they would be. Um, so here's, here's, okay, can I, can I defend myself? Go ahead. Here's what I did. I looked through my book of CDs because okay. I thought these are the people that I know the most because this was my formative years. I was burning CDs. Mm. I was collecting CDs. You still have CDs. your book of CDs. <laughs> I still have them because why would I get rid of them? So I was like, let me look through. Honestly, I was kind of last minute. I was like, well, I got to pick something. Like I wasn't going to listen through fucking catalogs of shit. So I was like, you know what? I know I like most of the Franz Ferdinand songs. I'm going to listen to the albums, and then when I listen to their second album, which is what this is from, mm. uh, I said, I like this song. I'm going to pick it. Mm. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I didn't put much thought into it. All right. All right. Uh, Future Islands. Uh, whoa. That was a wild one. Was, what? Uh, <laughs> wild. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I mean, it's a deep cut because the band's a deep cut because nobody's ever heard of it. I was the band's a deep cut. Um. Th- those were really the two. Deftones was kind of like iffy. I know Deftones, but I Deftones could not on the name edge. a Deftones song. Yeah. I just heard the band's name. So those three, to me, I was like, I don't know how famous they are. Um, but, you know, I'll judge the I fucked my own time. category. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> picked a, picked a bad. No, you're- but you know what? It's in the middle. I, all I wanted was the middle. I'm looking for middle I points. That. I, I, can say, I can say this. Um with this level of hindsight, we're only two people now. I I went from a. I initially had Justin Timberlake, mm. and then I changed it again, and I had um. Well, initially I had a, a artist that no one would know, and then I was like, it says famous in the title, so I can't use that. <laughs> and then I went to Justin Timberlake. I can't remember the other one now that I think about it. Um, that I went to until I settled on. The one that I did. And then um, Ariel was going to... I'm going to ask you guys. Do you know who the group, Chloe and Halle? No. Not at all. Okay. I was... When she she brought it up. (laughs) And the thing I told her, I was like, individually, I think people would know. But as a group, I don't think people are aware. Halle is Halle Bailey, who was Little Mermaid. Okay. And Chloe is her sister who is a prodigy of Beyonce and just put out an album recently. You probably don't know her still, but I didn't know Halle Bailey was a music artist. That's what I was saying. I was like, I think if they saw it, they'd be like, Oh, that's the girl that was on the thing, but I don't think anybody would know off namesake. So hmm. yeah, that was kind of I thought Franz Ferdinand was well known. Well when I, I found when I looked up so Franz Ferdinand was one of the 
The take me out guys. I was about to say, then I heard take me out. I was like, oh, it's these guys. Okay. All right. I was like, all right. All right. I, I can roll with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That hit. Yeah. Take me well, out. Well, that was when you were like in the Discord and like they had a hit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I think he's talking about my pick. <laughs> I was like, eh. but yeah. Oh, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I can't remember the other song. I'm not gonna win. I'm, I'm far from winning. Now I'm annoyed. Uh, DMX is? in the lead, tied with Deftones. <laughs> which Deftones is, is surprising is shocking to me. <laughs> Deftones. Yeah, I like that song. I liked it too. I, I, it was I, a good song. But I gave it some points. Well, that's the thing with this round. It's like I said this in the Discord, and Greg told me to save it for the show, so I'll say it now. Uh, it's clear why most of these were. Deep cuts. I was I was so, gonna say that too when you uh you said something about the part length of, of songs. I was gonna respond and yeah. say deep cuts usually are the songs where artists kind of like they go on. It's the long. Yeah, they, go they, they know it's yeah. not gonna get on the radio. So Musical interlude and yeah, yeah. right. They kind of go, a which is bananas. part of it. I get it. But again, uh, the Guns and Roses song, which was about nine and a half minutes. <laughs> Uh, don't we do that. We had a nine-minute song. Nope. We had a six-minute song. We had a seven-minute song. It one of the songs. I'm kind of okay songs faded with the six-minute song. I think it was U2, like, the U2 song. It faded out, but came back in. And came back. <laughs> it came back. <laughs> I forget which one it was. It was yeah, U2. Com- Coma by Guns N' Roses, which is... Which is, your uh, illusion too, last right? by a lot. Twelve points. Oh, that was... Yeah, that was kid- illusion one. It says Usual Illusion one. To be aerial, plug your ears. That was Canute's song. <laughs> it was, was Canute's song. Oh, wow. yeah. He admitted to it. Well, he, he complained in the Discord oh, after uh, okay. people were not happy. But, uh, yeah, uh, in general, no matter what the category is, do not pick a nine to ten minute song. I it's almost went with a fun work. song. That's what it was. I almost went with a fun song. Fun songs are fine. Fun song. yeah. We like to have fun here. Well, no, 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 no. The band fun. But uh, then I was like, oh, I know how I hate band, the band fun. fun. So I'd be cutting my nose to spite my face with yeah. that one. Well, that's just one voter. There's I know, but I was like, I think people. I kind of need Kyle's votes. <laughs> I can't just be but, uh, killing people's votes. Well, I knew like after last round, Cladish is still in first. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna do a recap of the standings. Cladish still in first with fifty-four. Greg in second with 48, and PCG in third with 41. Those are going to change this week. What are you going to say, Greg? Second, please. Go ahead. Um, uh, probably. <laughs> oh, I wonder what that means. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I can't dang. forget what I was going to say. But. Okay, well, uh, with that being said, I Sorry cannot wait until all of this was revealed and everybody knows whose song is who. I think this was the first time I actually tried to guess everyone's I couldn't song. on this one. I um, could not. Just I, I, gotta, I, I had no idea. I threw idea. caution I no to idea. the wind. I, I obviously like. got Greg's wrong because <laughs> I thought Greg put Cousin Rose. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It seems like it. Uh, there's a joke in there that oh, Greg would appreciate. Album. Um. Uh, so now, now with that being said, I think yeah, exactly. I know Greg's, but I'll save it until I see it. I'm um, not even gonna begin to pick. But uh, I know two. I know two of them. I know. I know one, two. I know three. What if? What if Marcus picked Eminem and <laughs> Kyle? And I know Joe, four. Sorry, Greg Scott. That's a good point. Oh, this is the thing I was gonna say. <laughs> I know Scott picked a Springsteen. I, I wanted to pick a. Uh, I wanted to pick a Springsteen song to troll. <laughs> 
because I because I knew uh, Marcus was going to, so I wanted to pick like two Springsteen songs. And be like, oh, which one is it? I'm so mad. But I didn't. Uh, I didn't have f- the. I didn't want to do the work. For I'm that. so mad. One of my <laughs> former favorite artists is a Nazi. Because um, I immediately when oh. I saw the category, I was thinking of. Picking oh, I something. wonder who. <laughs> I was thinking of picking something by him. Who could that um, be? And then I didn't want to pick something by Kid Cudi because that's too on the nose, too obvious. There might have been overlap with Rick. Right. That's the thing. That's the game. Yeah. It's a game so, you got to play. I was like, ah, eh, you know, let me try to be a little coy. So, yeah. Um, it's like I've never talked about Franz Ferdinand. Oh, before. that was the other one. I also almost picked a uh, Maroon 5 song, but I also then thought, I know a lot of people hate Maroon 5, like, for the sake of hating Maroon 5. So You know what? <laughs> I would have known. <laughs> I don't think I anybody. Known from the fucking yeah, you beginning. Would, yeah, you so you picked yeah, the White Stripes like, instead? <laughs> fucking Joe. Uh, so I picked yeah. uh, Jack White. That's my guy. <laughs> um, all right, love him. Loaded for bit. I do like like Jack White a lot. Did you see what he had uh, tweeted a couple weeks ago? Did you, see, did you see this? No. Did you see this? So it was after a UFC event, and uh, uh, old forty five was there, and um, Dana White, you know, was kicking it with him. Mark Marky Mark was kicking it with him. Um. Uh, who's that guy that like said the n-word on a voicemail to his wife? Mel Gibson was. Uh, uh, oh, I thought you meant Papa John. <laughs> <laughs> Mel Gibson was. There's being a few of those. <laughs> cool with him, and uh, Jack White went and tweeted. He was like, "Yeah," no, I think he went on Instagram because he's he abandoned Twitter as soon as. Oh, this he is one guy. Fi- is this one guy? Guy Fieri, Fieri was yes, Trump? it was. Yeah, that's and the he big was one like, that people were not happy about. It, well, yeah. Marky Mark too. Marky Mark kind of went undercover then, it went unnoticed. Uh, well, here's the it. thing. Uh, uh, Marky Mark, it kind of makes sense that he hang out, hang out with Trump. Sad people were sad. not happy that he was a people were not rapper. happy that Guy Fieri. <laughs> but um, uh, he's done hate crimes. Yeah, so I know, but he's a long way. It's not that surprising. We all it's washed it away with like Lone Survivor and Entourage. Uh, like, some people have, <laughs> we were, not everybody. We thought he turned a not corner. Everybody. So, not everybody. Not everybody. But um, yeah, Jack White went went to the Instagram and. Uh, Shunned them all. It was like you guys can go fuck yourself. I do remember that basically. now. Yeah, it was very funny. It was very funny. It was like, wait, why am I reading a headline awesome. about Jack White telling people to fuck off? This is so random. Because it rules. But uh, he's great. Uh, loaded for bear. Loaded for bear. Doc. Dot com. Loaded for bear. Doc. Dot com. Don't forget to check out the socials. Go. Kyle finally followed us on Twitter. Uh, loaded for bear. I did. Doc on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Facebook is probably the least uh, impressive of all of them. Uh, I've been derelict in my duties. I think I've said that for three weeks straight. I've been working intensely on actual work, the thing I get paid for consistently. Um, but this week I'm going to make a concerted effort uh, starting probably tomorrow if this last thing I've been working on for work gets approved, um, which will free up my time to hit those socials because Anderson recently had Mike Carano on the podcast to talk about some things. He had Robert uh, one of the awesome producers, uh, part of this project, on to talk about some things. Um, so there's a bunch of videos that are going to be uh, put out, as well as some things from the show. Uh, uh, not from the show, but um, some things from one of the shows that the uh, Born to Act players have put on. I put out one clip earlier, but there's still some more stuff to mine from like that two-hour performance that they did. So... Uh, I'm going to get in the weeds, hopefully, uh, if not tomorrow, Friday. Um, and next week, I'm going to be hammering the socials 
because uh, there's still, still a lot of steam. The SAG strike is probably going to bring up some difficulties. Um, but I think we're still in good position to, at the end of the day, the way we position this, me, Anderson, and now Robert and Catherine uh, and Mike, the way we position this, even if the movie, the thing is, the people, if you donate at loadedforbeardoc.com, you're not donating to the feature. You're donating to the documentary. And at the end of the day, I think we can still make a very, very good documentary, regardless if the feature gets made. I'd love for the feature to get made. I still want the feature to get made. Um, the writer's strike is impeding on that, and I stand with the writers, and I stand with the, the, writer, the writers and the actors. Uh, want to make yes. sure that is said. Uh, I absolutely do. Fuck the billionaires. Fuck the billionaire class. Um Fuck the 1%, all that good jazz. Um, but at the end of the day, if we only end up making the documentary, I still look at this whole experience as a success because I know we would kill that regardless. Can I just address this real quick? Go for because it. there's been shitty social media posts about, oh, actors make millions of dollars. Why should we give a shit? This strike is about the working class writers and the working class actors because those people that are not well known and do not make millions per picture per project uh this is a real industry this is an industry that employs millions um an industry that works every day works every week works every month uh this is for them and the people at the top are striking for them even if they make millions they're like they also deserve the same cut they deserve a fair cut, and they deserve a cut that is from the billionaires that are hoarding the money from streaming, that are not um, transparent with the money that they make, and that is the real issue, is that streaming has become a real problem in this industry, and the money has to be transparent, the numbers have to be transparent, and those residuals do not trickle down to the people that deserve it, whether it's SAG whether it's the WGA, whether it's uh, IATSE, the um, the Teamsters, the uh, the Teamsters Union, yes, of course. So that is what it's really about. It's not about the people at the top. It's about all the people underneath because there's so many people that are employed in this industry that do not get recognized, and they're the ones that are really suffering from this. Because really, think about across the country, there's only so many jobs to go around. So we really need the jobs that we have. We have to save the jobs that we actually have and allow them to make a living wage to survive. So that is what the strike is really about. So I would like people to support this strike and understand where it's really coming from. And that's all I have to say about that. No, I mean, it's a great point. And I've been like, kind of torn like whether to talk about it because it's it's a much deeper rooted thing um and i've immersed myself in a lot of it um but from the writer's aspect of it a lot of what they're trying to protect and what they're trying to maintain is kind of like you got to think of like teachers in a sense like not every writer right. is a showrunner so writers are making 
bare minimum at times and with streaming you don't get residuals in the right sense they don't have the length of their job that you're used to where you had network tv you'd be employed for 24 weeks uh plus Mm -hmm. potentially now you have 10 episodes they try to get that written before the show even goes into production so you're paid for maybe four to five six weeks and then the show goes and becomes a thing without you um, so you're living, or you have one showrunner who has credit for writing ten episodes. Yeah, and you have a staff. But they still writer. have a whole writing team. You still have a whole staff yeah. behind them that are actually contributing. So it's like, and then uh, these things need to change. Don't work the way they yeah. once did because similarly, that's the whole issue. Yeah, and uh, I gotta say, Snoop Dogg talked about this on the music side. This is similar to what's going on with music. Like, mm-hmm. it's not advantageous to be a musician in this day and age because if you're putting music on streaming platforms, if you get a billion streams, you don't even get a million dollars. Like the st- yeah. the mu- the 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 math the, the, the is so crazy, messed yeah. up. Um, whereas back in the day, if you sold a physical copy, you sold a million records. That's ten million dollars that comes in before before tax and whatnot. And then you break it down with the studio, the uh, the record label, the people who work on the music. And you got to think about not just the artist who's out front and facing, it's the engineer or the producer or the the songwriter. Right. Like, it's not always about the one percent or the front facing person, like your Chris Evanses and your Tom Cruises. It's about that third lead on that drama TV show that you watch on Netflix that you love, and that person's working for they're working their job and they're also doing Uber because they can't live a actual full life with just this profession that they've wanted to dedicate their life to so which takes up so much time yeah that's the thing it's like you need to be paid for your time you need to be paid equally meanwhile billionaires that, are flying around whole, private jets and they're saying oh we have yeah. no money it's like okay if you just fucking Zaslav. if you if you fucking lived like bob Iger, <laughs> bob Iger, bob Iger, ceo of disney said if we strike till october bob igor as i call him yeah, then all the writers will lose their houses and then they'll have to come back. Like, that's their mindset. They just want to keep the strike going and fucking freeze out all their employees the so, that, so that they're poor and bankrupt so that they'll come crawling back. Like, that's the CEO mindset. These are millionaires slash billionaires that are in the driver's seat. And they just are not willing to give up a tiny piece of their giant pie. It's, it's it's absurd. That's all it is. It's absurd. So anyway, well, you know who? Uh, <laughs> On the movie section. Not quite. Somebody who doesn't get paid to write, oh, and it's is obvious. It the canoe, is it the canoe? It's section? obvious. It's his and his. That's true. But <clears throat> somebody wrote a nice song for him. It's a live hack, it's a live hack, it's a hack full of life and a life full of hack. You take a life and you put a hack on it and then Canute comes on and says something dumb. We need this segment so we can all go to the bathroom and make a drink. <laughs> Why so serious? Hack your mind, hack your life. Exclusively on a new low. Episode 62. Here we go. Hey guys, I'm back with another life hack. Whoa. Let's face it, everyone carries a phone these days. One of the features of a phone is a torch. Torches are handy. But you know what? Recently, I went camping and it really occurred to me. Here's my life hack. 
headlamps. I've had them for years. But you know what? Sometimes you just pull your phone out and you're using a, a torch on the phone and you think to yourself, oh, this is pretty handy, eh? I've got everything all in one device. And you've got to use two hands. You go, oh, I'm carrying the torch. I should just use an old headlamp. But headlamps, you know, you free up the arms 100% better. This is absolutely amazing. All right. Another thing with headlamps, great little gift to someone. Good for walking, cooking, you name it. Working in a car, bike, just doing things in general outside. Just touch your head. All right. That's my life hack. The end. Boom. Wait a second. Headlamps rule. All right. I, I think I know your confusion. He was saying, no, use headlamps. Use your torch on your phone. Torch. But then he says, use your headlamps. I wonder if so, Australia does the phone say torch uh, or flashlight. England. Yeah, flat, flashlight in the UK slash Australia means flashlight. Okay. Torch means flashlight. Okay. Okay. But that's a good question. Does his iOS, because I don't think mine even says flashlight. I think it's mine just does. the symbol. Mine says flashlight. Whoa! <laughs> oh oh my god! I, sh- I just traveled through time. <laughs> like fucking quantum leap over here. Whoa. Sorry, be- time please view view the Twitch to see uh, me travel through. Whoa. Whoa! To see me travel through time on the Twitch. But uh, yeah, uh, if it's just the symbol, then it probably doesn't say anything. But yeah, that they call them torches, flashlights. Okay, torch, a torch. That was bizarre. Um, oh, there's a. <laughs> Real cooking? quick, there was a there was just a headline. Cooking? There was just a headline from the Denver Post that said, "Would you give your left foot to coach coach the CU Buffs?" Because Deion Sanders just did. Because <laughs> he had oh. an amputated. <laughs> to, to wait to what? Coach this Colorado oh. Buffaloes. Wait, Deion Sanders amputated a leg. I was gonna say he's been. He, I think he goes back into surgery to potentially maybe amputate two more toes. I know he has to correct some toes, but there's potential in the long run that he may Does have, he have the to beatus? amputate his foot. No, it's uh it's that thing he did for a bulk of his life that is extremely dangerous and causes football. a lot of uh body dysmorphia. <laughs> yeah, football. Not dysmorphia, but football. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh what? dysmorphia called, is not like, the right word. Pressure points to build and not dysmorphia but um there's a lot of uh, different pressure building in his limbs, and yeah, he he already had two toes amputated. Deformations. At, deformation. Um, he may have to get a leg amputated. He had a groin that had to be surgically worked on recently. Um, Compartment so yeah, syndrome. Yeah, not not good. He had a groin. I know. Right? But the funny thing was when the headline. Said, was like, Would you give your you left have foot? One, so. Anyway, you were saying I believe it's on the, the about foot torches. that was already had the two toes amputated. He has to get two toes like straightened or something or fixed or something. I don't know. But um, headlamps when cooking? You don't have sufficient lighting in your well, home? What's, go, what's going on? Maybe it means here? camping. Thank you. A lot of that was camping. Okay, I was say if it's camping, all right. Oh, man. I feel like he was talking about it in the home, but. Um, he does a lot of camping. He does he? He's does an outdoorsman. He's an outdoorsman, so that might be part of it. But, he runs um, into friends he hasn't no, seen I, in forever. I, I, I don't think I. I don't think I need headlamps. With in headlamps life, rule, in dude. My lifestyle. They're great for camping. No, I'm not a miner. For, for what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for camping. Great. Uh, I'm not doing that. Oh, so I love. Headlamps. I live in a, I live in a house with lights, but they are good for working yeah. under the hood. Uh, you know what? Um, 
the human race invented shelters for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, the light bulb. I don't have to sleep outside. Homeless people. There's no reason mm-hmm. for sleeping outside. Yeah, they're not buying headlines. Greg, question. So let you know that. Uh, when last time you worked on the hood, Greg? Greg? Worked or huh? looked? I never really worked under the hood. I've looked under the hood a few times. Well, earlier this year, I did have to replace my battery, which in cars oh. these days, it's oh, buried. the car hood. It's buried under the it's windshield. It's impossible you know to what's find. No. Nope. I'm going to admit this in front of everybody. I don't in know how to pop mind, the hood of my car. Working under the hood. No, I know how to do that. Oh, you thought I was a KKK you guy? Working under the hood. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Different hood. When I hear the term working under the hood, I think of getting on the little rolly thing and going underneath the car. That's I don't think it just popping the, the hood. Oh, that well. makes no Yeah, sense. I don't know why. In my mind, <laughs> getting under the hood, it's like, all right, we got to go see what's going on under here. We got to tighten some bolts. Joe, you know what I thought you were going to say? <laughs> what? Because you've been watching the bear. Like the the hood, oh, like the hood, the, 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 the stove no, no, under no. the hood, yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> like cooking, like the whole vent over the. When I was a kid, I used to be able to get under a car. Like I would hide under a car, you know, if you're playing hide and seek and stuff. Now there's no way you can get under a car. Mm. Oh shit! They're all like I feel like four inches off the ground. Goddamn Wamfin! <laughs> Jack that shit up. I'm going to. Uh, I'm yes. I just looked at this. So for the live performance, I shouldn't do a 27 minute long Springsteen song. No, Marcus, you should definitely not. <laughs> oh, that was a while yeah, ago. I guess so. That was a while ago. Thank you to uh, Satan for giving me inspiration. I was going to say retroactively, I'm just going to blame my anxiety for... I, I don't think I could ever go under a vehicle. Uh, yeah. Greg was correct to move us along because this has been uh, an hour 20. Whoa! <laughs> it was all... Uh... So I do not uh, disagree with that. So we had some meaty questions, but uh, moving pictures corner, I saw Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Which Joe called me out to say, hey, if you know it's a part one ahead of time, are you going to be mad? So I will say, uh, as far as being a part one, it wraps up as its own movie. It like does its own thing, so that's good. It doesn't end on a cliffhanger like Fast X or uh, Across the Spider-Verse. But I had not really seen the Mission Impossibles past Mission Impossible 2 until about two months ago when I said, let me just watch them all. So I knew this was coming out. I said, let me watch them all. They're great. Uh, they're fucking fun action movies. Uh, Tom Cruise is a psychopath who I think um, his goal is to die making a movie. So <laughs> that has come across in this one, Mission Impossible 7.1 or whatever we're going to call it. Uh, this was super fun. Um, I loved it. This is the first one I've seen in the theater since one. I don't know even know if I saw one in the theater, but they're so different now. They're just like bombastic action movies that are a real great time. Um, definitely go see it if you can. Uh, I don't know if everyone saw the stunt that was the preview for this, which is where he drives a motorcycle off a mountain with a parachute. Uh, that's like his whole thing. But um, a great cast, a great time. 
a great movie. I thought it was great. I'm just going to say great uh, three more times, <laughs> and then that should end this review. Nice. Okay. It's fun. These are great movies. So you didn't have the problem that I've heard some people have with it. What's that? Um, the big bad is kind of amorphous and not like actual. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like this isn't this isn't a five star movie. This is like a four and a half because some of it is that issue. But again, if there's a part two coming, maybe you forgive that a little bit. Like maybe they'll solidify that a little bit. Yeah. So the big bad. I don't know if it, it's not really spoiling, really but it's like it's like an AI, right? So there's like an AI sort of Ultron taking over the world but there is like a human person who's like a disciple of the ai and is kind of like a representative of them so it gets kind of muddy at that point where it's like well this dude (laughs) yeah like this dude knows what the ai is gonna do so he's like that's where all my decisions go Mm. and all my actions are for but like in the end, like all you want to see is like some weird, crazy stunts and stuff. So, and like some crazy action set pieces. So, yeah, I mean that's one of the issues I would have with the movie if it if I really gave a shit. But at the end of the day, it's just like they're super fun. Okay, so you know ball, as uh, Jomi would say. I know ball. You no know ball. What? I know ball. Yeah. I know ball. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Greg, what do you got for us? Well, I was going to ask this as a question earlier, but then it's about a TV show. So I, I like, know wow. ball. <laughs> you guys are you guys. I know you're a little young to have watched it. Probably obviously didn't probably did not watch it. But the American Gladiators, it's a thing of the late 80s, early 90s. Combat oh, show yeah. with uh, like bodybuilder people going against regular people playing sporting events kind of on tv it's all syndicated used to come on after Vaguely saturday way. night live I love this used to come on after saturday night live i remember in the 90s but there's a documentary about it on netflix called muscles and mayhem an unauthorized story of american gladiators so if you watch that you're interested in it it's interesting uh just to see how this the show came about and the characters involved in it, and the steroids and stuff. <laughs> it was fun. So check it out. I think it was five Sorry, episodes, five or six episodes, five or six episodes on Lemon Netflix, Witch. American Gladiators, Muscles, and Mayhem. Am I crazy? I believe Smo watched this Ooh. and liked it. I was gonna say, am I crazy to say uh, American Gladiator was a precursor to American Ninja Warrior? Yeah, no, there's, most things wouldn't exist. Like this came out of Probably. nowhere. Probably, this show was out of the yeah. blue. It wasn't based on anything, and all the shit that guts, came after Nickelodeon guts probably spawned from this. The <clears throat> like, yeah. um, what's the one where they run and get hit by stuff and bounce off balls? The wipe out, wipe out. You know, all these things are. Oh yeah, wipe out. Yeah, are from this. So, Takeshi's Castle, which is the. Uh, what became um what was that show that they, that they did the dubbing over it american ninja war no <laughs> why not they took the japanese game show takeshi's castle and they, they did dubbing over it you know what i mean no i do it was on like tnt or like spike tv or something got nothing for you really really 
Mass Singer? I can't remember. No, I can't remember what it was called. Well, while you think about that, Kyle, next week, uh, some of us Shit. may be participating in Barbenheimer. I was. Yes. Uh, somebody wrote this down. Uh, I believe it was Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> you can probably narrow it down. Uh, I will be seeing Barbie tomorrow. And I'll be seeing Oppenheimer on Saturday. So, Barbenheimer has been an internet sensation. Well, I don't know if it's a reverse. But it's been an internet sensation ever since people figured out that both Oppenheimer and Barbie were premiering on the same weekend. Yes. Uh, So, it's a bit of counter-programming, if you will. But the thing is that internet movie nerds are also interested in not only Oppenheimer but Barbie because it's a Greta Gerwig movie and it is also PG-13 so it's not just a kids movie I don't know what's going to go on with this thing but uh the previews have looked funny the trailers have looked interesting like it's going to do like this weird meta bullshit (laughs) thing that most movies are now Yes, sorry, Cladish, most extreme elimination challenge. Thank you. Oh, wow. uh, MXC. That was what I was trying to think of um, for the Takeshi's Castle thing. Yes, MXC, which was on like Spike TV or something. Very funny. I don't know if it's racist now, but Whoa. I thought it was funny. Whoa. Whoa. Well, it was taking like it was just dubbing over like they weren't doing Whoa. they weren't doing like racist <laughs> voices, but they were just like dubbing over people. Was Chris Hardwick like, the contestants and stuff? It was funny. It's funny, I hope. But anyway, back to Barbenheimer. I um hope. I hope I don't know. I, I hope it's doing a lot of heavy lifting there. I think MXC was funny. Uh but anyway. Uh Barbie is coming out this weekend. I will be seeing it. But then Oppenheimer, the Christopher Nolan movie. So I'm seeing Barbie first because it's on a weekday. And I will not be seeing a three-hour movie on a weekday, so I waited for Saturday to see Oppenheimer <laughs> because it is three hours. So I said, let me do that on a Saturday, and we'll see how that goes. Great. But yeah, I'm excited for both. It is funny Are you that it is happening. Are you catching either of the two this weekend or both? I'm going to have a house guest this weekend, and I don't think going to the movies is going to be wow. part of the agenda. All right. So well, new. I am slated to. I already have my tickets purchased for Oppenheimer. Uh, Friday, ten a.m. ten thirty a.m. Uh, gonna Jesus go, Christ. Gonna go see it at IMAX. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't. I'm not interested in Barbie whatsoever. I'm very confused at what the premise of the movie is going to be, uh, what the quote-unquote meta of it's going to be. I'm not a. I've only seen one Greta Gerwig film, I believe, to date, and that it did she do Lady Bird? She did Lady Bird, right? I think so. She either wrote it at the very least. She, I know she was involved in Lady Bird in some capacity. Um, I should know this, but uh, yeah, so. I am waiting for the actual word of mouth. Yes, yeah, she directed Lady Bird. Okay, I, about to say, I feel like that was her directorial debut. Also, Little Women, which was in 2019. That's the one I did not see. Um, for no reason, I just didn't end up seeing I don't think it was playing anywhere. Uh, you said fuck. I know, I said it so definitively. Uh, 
I did not see that. It's not going to be as good as the original. No, I'm a huge Christopher Nolan. I, I'm a huge Christopher Nolan fan. Uh, there's no Christopher Nolan movie. Well, there's no t- double up on the Long Island. There's no Christopher <laughs> Nolan movie oh, that I've seen that I've been disappointed with. Um, so, yeah, I, I love Tenet. I love Interstellar. I love the Dark Knight series that he uh, did. Um yeah, I, I'm a big Nolan guy. Dunkirk, Dunkirk to me is criminally underrated for how great. I am that a movie big. Is. I am absolutely a big Nolan guy. So, uh, Dunkirk's not talked about enough, honestly. Dunkirk, fucking, <laughs> it's so good. You know, I recently, uh, I just saw Following and Insomnia in the past like couple mm. weeks because I hadn't seen them before. Like those are the only two I'd oh, seen. See, there's a few missing in my and, catalog. Uh, following's pretty good. It's his first movie. It's very, uh, it's very early. Insomnia, I was not a big fan of. I was like, where did you see these? It, Were you rent? Did you rent them, or are they on? I think I rented one, and I think Following's on like AMC Plus okay. or something. So I watched that. Cool, cool, cool. All right, let's move on. All right, my disappointment this week is Carly Russell. I don't know if you... You probably don't know the name, but you probably saw the story. Apparently, over the eh, over the weekend, I'd say, probably like Friday or Thursday of last week, a woman went missing after seeing a mm. little boy walking on the, on the side of the highway. Well, subsequent days have passed. She is... Uh, Returned. She popped up at her parents' house a couple days later in shock and awe, apparently. And now, after an investigation, it has come up that do you, she Googled, do you have to pay money if you put out an Amber Alert? Uh, she was really close to her car when she started Googling and called 911. It's a the story is crumbling. It's in Jesse Smollett territory. Uh, this is my disappointment because there are actual women and black women specifically. She was a black woman um, who do go missing, who do have these crimes committed against them. And putting out a false flag does nothing more than potentially harm those that are in actual trouble and divert resources potentially to those who actually need it. So um, I don't know what the goal was. I don't know what scam she was trying to run or whatnot, but it's very disappointing that someone would weaponize the police in this manner and weaponize people's emotions and rile them up and, you know, think that somebody was doing a good deed and they then got... uh, tricked or something bad happened to them it's very disconcerting um that she would do this and yeah that's i'm disappointed in her as a human being like we got to do better yeah this was a really weird story yeah i remember hearing about this all right let's move on to the low life low life low life's low lights i got Athogen Carey, disappointed in Florida, and Ron DeSantos continuing to try to run for president, as well as Francis Suarez, the mayor of Miami, who's also running for president. Too many people in Florida running for president here. Too <laughs> many people. 
DTR on the Discord, are bad people okay? Not this week. Is it subjective? Nope. So concise. Yumio on Discord. My disappointment is my son not reading his damn school emails and almost being asked to vacate the premises for not paying the remainder of his summer tuition. Mm, you blame that on your kid? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, the kid has to read his own email. Uh, yeah, but I've, don't have <clears throat> access to the email. What they're sending is tuition messages to the kid. Uh, if we learned anything from In the Heights, yes, we did. Not. If you're an adult, I was say then you will get oh, emails. He's an adult. You're an adult. You got to be an adult. Oh, I thought it was a kid. He's, he's eighteen. In college. He's in college. Oh. You're out the house. No, no, no. sorry, I thought it was like a four year. You're an adult now. I was say days away. <laughs> By school emails, he means days emails. away from being uh, nineteen now. Uh, highbrow canoe on the Discord. Disappointment. The realization via music league that Greg has experienced for decades. I'm old and irrelevant. Wow! Shot at Greg for reasons. Yikes! I didn't, that was unnecessary. <laughs> why did, a double a double shot? Why did Greg take a stray? <laughs> What's going on here? Well, that's that's kind of Canute's agenda. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be aerial on Twitch, disa- disappointment. Joe putting bad juju in the air and making fumigation season comeback. Uh, I didn't do this. Uh, it just happened. I, what is, today I asked, it was fumigation. What is fumigation season? So for her job, she works in the import-export business, mainly uh, export. Drugs? And you have to fumigate. Drugs. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen like all those actual, shows. Like, it's a joyride reference? <laughs> like actual import-export. Um, and the rail systems and ships and stuff, and uh, it's a real life reference. She was she has to do fumigations in certain uh, times of the year where the weather gets colder and thing hazardous material has to be fumigated properly. And I randomly asked about. I was like, Are, "Is fumigation season done?" Right? Because last year. She like fumigations. Last year, she made a big deal of it, like, "Oh, I don't have to fumigate for the next four or five months." Blah 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 blah. And then she hasn't brought it up, so I mentioned it. And then she got an email today about, "Hey, we got to recontact our former fumigation people to make sure." And I was like, "Ah, that's not my fault." <laughs> it is. Mm, it is. I don't know. It's Joe's fault. Encouragement. Stories that make us feel happy. So, I believe I mentioned this a couple months ago, but uh, Hayao Miyazaki's latest movie, How Do You Live, uh, released in Japan with no promotion, no trailers, no anything. He just said, here it is. Go see it. And everyone who's seen it says it is fantastic. Uh, It just kind of released and people went and watched it so my encouragement is it has got uh north american distribution through g kids which is done most uh studio ghibli uh ghibli ghibli films <laughs> in the in the states and it will be getting distribution in the fall uh all reviews and responses have been very positive since 
it came out in Japan, so I'm very happy that it will be getting distribution here, and I hope I will be able to see it in theaters this fall. So he is um, a master of his craft, uh, one of the few still doing hand-drawn animation movies, and I am very looking forward to this coming out. Kyle, can you say it one more time? Hand-draw what? Hand-drawn animation. <laughs> okay. I'm, probably, I'm probably slurring. Uh, hand, a hand-drawn animation film, which does not happen very often these days. Uh, so How Do You Live was the original title. It is probably going to be called The Boy and the Heron Blue for Heron. American audiences. But... Uh, <laughs> Hayao Miyazaki. Speaking of animation, uh, my neighbor Torturum. I meant to say last week as we were going through the Emmy nominations. uh, Intergalactic. In the Valley of the Wind. I've I've exclaimed about this project for a long time, for many a times. Princess Mononoke. Uh, Princess Mononoke. One of my faves. Um, Intergalactic, the animated. Porco Rosso. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the animated uh, castle in the sky the animated program they called it the animated special tv this special. is what i was so confusing uh, it's in the animated project category for the emmys but it's nominated uh which is a huge deal um there you go so i'm extremely excited for kid cuddy i know he worked on this for a long time the animators themselves the producers the voice actors took a long time for this project to come the album is amazing i have the vinyl right behind me uh, i'll grab it for the post show it's beautiful um as well as the animation the artwork and everything uh, that went into this project um it's about love it's a it's an adult story about love that's at cheesy at points but very relatable um and i love it and it's great and i'm happy that it's getting the recognition that it deserves um so yeah you shout out it's an animated rom-com, which does not come often these days. And an adult I think it is well-deserved. Sex. Sex happens with it. Speaking of they the... Fuck. They fuck. Speaking of the Emmys, I finished a series that Joe and Kyle have talked about quite a bit on this podcast, The, the Bear. I finished it last weekend. Oh, oh my God. God and uh, it was very very good and like the like I said on uh, Discord it pissed me off because I n- will never get the opportunity to watch it for the first time again because it was very good it was very 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 good and I can't believe I avoided watching it based on people's dumb people that are like it's too it's yeah it's like it, no it's bullshit. It was very. I'm mad was, that all amazing. three of us had the same experience. We all were warded I off by people agree. saying, yes. "Oh, it's too anxiety inducing." Oh, da, 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 da. oh it's stressful. It had so much heart. That, that's so much heart. Fucking just, it was brilliant. It's so and they had no, and they had no idea that what they had on their hands. They were, I mean, they they knew they had something, but they didn't think it would go over. And the fact that it hit. That's the thing. It's like they did season one. Season one was a big hit. And then, like, to follow that up with the second season and be even better. Oh, my God. Like, that's that's the achievement. For sure. It, it It's good. Uh, it's very good. To be better, 
And I remember when the trailer for season two came out. And I, I, me and Eric either were on the phone or in the same room. And I was like, that's a bold choice. And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I would have thought season two would have started with the new restaurant already open. But they decided to build have season two focus on the, the building thing. of it so i was like yes. that's gonna be interesting to watch and my god with season two like kyle said on par if not better in moments i think it's better uh yeah with episodes like forks and seeing richie stage at this high forks. class establishment forks was the <laughs> fucking so best episode of so maybe television i've ever seen <laughs> To have uh, a well, character is also a character. Season, like the fact that it, it's followed by fishes yeah. or followed from fishes from yeah. fishes to forks. That six and seven. It's yeah. insane. And then the stress of the fucking fire test. The fire test into the into the last episode. Like, it's it's just. And then it's you, an incredible then you have the episode. It's an incredible oh, and the Christmas goes, episode yeah, with. Was that? Oh, that was the fishes one. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Fishes. Yeah, it fishes. Was, that's yeah. fishes. That was intense. It's like, <laughs> so I knew that she. No, I, I knew no that she that was in it. Is better. And I was like, when are they going to introduce her? And they introduced oh, her because I knew she was in the season. And I was like, wow, oh, that was the no, way to do I it. I didn't know till I saw it. Oh, that was the I way know to how do you it. know. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it, it's it's just man, it, it, the show is so good. So much heart. So much feel. Funny when unnecessarily like and then just the thing i love most about it is it's real people it's such real life portrayed it's not a fucking warship it's not a fucking uh we gotta save the world thing it's not high-priced billionaires you know fix uh, uh Wagering the, the soul of the co- the country. It's not a hitman. Like I love those shows as well. <laughs> I love all of those shows. What could you be but referring? It, it, it's so real life. It's so germane to everyday life. Yeah, like, man. Every time me and Ariel watch it, we have to. It, there's an episode where we'll stop it and we just relate our work experience stories where we both worked in restaurants ourselves, and that could relate to the show. So it, it's just so great. I'm so happy both of you finally got around to watching it. I've a buddy of mine just finished it last night, and me and him were texting through it. So I'm happy if people are taking the initiative to finally go out there and watch it. It's a great show. I want I want to watch season two again because I binged it so quickly, in like literally two days. I'm like I think I just need to go back and kind of digest it. Yeah, right after bit. I like, finish my Succession rewatch, that is what I'm gonna do. Actually, yeah. I, I slammed it so quickly. It was 4th of July, because I was like, I'm off. I'm going to fucking watch the bear. And I just went, boom, and it just fucking... I watched the whole goddamn thing. It was crazy. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Carmi. Uh, all those characters ah. are amazing. Rich, Cousin. I've never... Cousin. I've never been so annoyed with so many people at the start of a show, and then grown right. to love them so much. Like, Tina, I hated Tina. And now really? I oh in the beginning when she was mean to Sid and everything and she was being like counterculture but I got it I, like I, I got it like but she was like unnecessarily mean to Sid when Sid was just trying to eh. you know fulfill the duties that Carmen put on Carmi put on her on her plate and then the mashed potato episodes happens and then it's like. <laughs> 
Oh man, and then you have season uh, episode one of this season when Sid tells her the thing outside, and then she like hugs Sid. It's like, oh my god, all the, I love all these people. <laughs> I love all these they people. They go to so fucking much. school. They go to Amsterdam. Yeah, it's it's, so <laughs> it's, it's oh. yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> and the the kid right. from fucking um, what was that <laughs> drug movie where they had to go? Jason Sudeikis had to go over the border with the drugs with Jennifer Aniston. Oh, uh, Will the Millers? Millers? Yeah, that kid was fucking <laughs> the pastry chef. <laughs> yeah, shepherd. I know. <laughs> oh, Will Pol- dude, Will Poulter. <laughs> Mind you, that's Will like Poulter. A he fucking rules, he rules, and B what a great character. Mind you, that's like. I'm seeing that like what two months after Guardians. So when he first popped up, I'm like, mm. "Is that Will Poulter?" <laughs> That's right. Like, wait a second, Adam Warlock. <laughs> All right, Will Poulter. <laughs> Let's get to the low life highlights and wrap this thing Can up. I get high, every day I get high, high. Every day I get high. Yumio on the Discord. My encouragement for this week is that fantasy football is around the corner as my leagues are being reactivated. That is true. I'm a little over a little over a month out from going to Jacksonville for my fantasy football draft, my in-person fantasy football draft. Eyebrow Canute on the Discord. Encouragement. <laughs> my computer, it works great. I've had heaps of older machines that were a letdown. Yeah, computers are pretty cool. That's encouraging. If only that computer would shut down so you could stop sending uh, <laughs> hatch. No, what happened? What happened there? He had a good question on? today. <laughs> Headlamps. He had a great on. question today. I'll give him that. To uh, be Ariel Torches. on the Twitch. Encouragement. I am a real adult and got a new savings account. A new Look at that. Account. Secondary savings account. Look at that. Look at that. Congratulations to you. Nice. Nice. Thank uh, you, everybody, for your contributions. Right. Uh, we learned a lot. We don't have to discuss it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. <laughs> <laughs> review our review, a new low on anywhere you listen to your podcast. Uh, give us a call, 424-260-6969. Listen to the other shows on the Anulo Podcast Network. You... You have Who Does a Podcast and Cheers for the Press Box. And if I left anything out, you can find everything you need to know at anewload.co. Thanks again. And remember, it's a rad, rad world. This is the time to say goodbye to all our no life friends. We tricked you into listening, but now it has to end. See ya!